Hey nerds, welcome to another episode of the Spirit of Nerds podcast, the podcast where we just chill and drink and talk nerdy things, all the nerdy things we love. Uh, tonight it is just me, myself, and David. So Denise and David tonight, we're missing Mariah and Shauna, but they will be back next time. And we're going to start like we normally do with what we're sipping on. So brother, I'm going to kick it to you. What are you, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a delicious Cabernet Savion from Costco. Mm-hmm. It's a Kirkland brand. It's very nice. Kirkland. And then we like, we like it. on the back end, I will be uh, drinking a watermelon White Claw. Double fisting tonight. Every 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 time, because I because I got tired of just bringing obscene amounts of alcohol into this closet with me. Yeah. So I just bring two reasonable sized drinks, and uh, and that's usually enough. So you're ready, and that's yeah. that's, that's no, nothing nothing against that. I like that. No. What are you drinking? I am drinking just it's it is fucking hot outside. Heat wave. I came inside, went straight to my fridge, grabbed a bottle of white wine, poured it pretty close to the top. That's my drink for the night. Oh, it started at the top. My white wine. Yeah. Oh, that you can see. Yes, it started yeah, at the top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that started close to the rim. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, it was pretty hot. I needed to cool myself down. So. Uh, tonight we have been doing a lot of tearing and a lot of reviews of Marvel, the Marvel properties. We said, hey, let's let's dip our toes into the DC side before. These movies uh, and the James Gunn universe start to pick up, so it, we don't look like you know bandwagoners, but you know whatever. Yeah. So we decided let's let's start looking at some of these DC properties that have in a, you know that we missed in the past that we never ranked. So tonight we're just gonna rank the first three. The theme for these is wrestlers turned actors, and with that we're gonna be talking the Suicide Squad 2021 James Gunn version. The Peacemaker TV series, and then Black Adam. <laughs> David, are you ready? Let's go, man. Let's go. So we're going to start with the Suicide Squad 2021 version. An anti-hero team is assembled by Amanda Waller to find the Thinker, an evil scientist behind Project Starfish, and an attempt to save the world. Yes. So... It's just me and you tonight, so there's no tiebreaker. So we're just gonna take it. I don't even know how we're gonna start the the tier ranking. Uh, I am, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know if we start with an S tier, or do we just start at A? Like, I guess we'll so, figure this out as we go. I would tell. So I'm telling you, I would do it the way we did Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I mean, t- there's not gonna be an. It's not. There's nothing in the S tier tonight that we're talking about. But oh, okay. Not for me anyway. I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. Um, But again, we're starting with the Suicide Squad 2021 version. Uh, You know, there was that uh, 2016 version that previously came with it. I guess off top, did you prefer the 2021 version over the previous Suicide Squad? I did. Um, The other one, what was it? David Ayer, I think, Mm -hmm. did the first one. And I mean... If it, it didn't feel like a complete movie. It felt like they just kind of cobbled some shit together to say that they did something. But in reality, they were just trying to focus on Harley Quinn. Um, yes. This time, if this time it felt more like a complete movie. And on top of that, Harley Quinn's parts in this movie were better, I think, than than the last movie. So, 
what were some of the notable things that you really loved about this 2021 Suicide Squad version? I liked that there was an actual villain. Like, it, like, because in, the Enchantress in the first one, like, she didn't seem like a bad guy. She just seemed like something that was in the way of telling Harley Quinn's story. Right. And this one... I mean, the thinker's the bad guy, sure. The government's the bad guy, sure. Starro's the bad guy, sure. But in reality, it kind of turns to... Amanda Waller's the bad guy. Yeah, there were a lot of, like, plot layers. You thought you, you got to the center of what was actually happening, and then, plot twist, there's actually right. a flash drive that they need to get back, or they can't allow to get back. Or Starro isn't really the... He is a pawn in this entire game. You think he's the, the, the quote-unquote villain, and the poor thing, he's just being used. He was just yeah, happy he didn't want none of that shit. He was he floating didn't. around in space, chilling. And then they grabbed him, brought him inside, and then after that, I mean, I consider everything after that was just him defending himself. So I don't even see him as a bad guy in this. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the so we have a check mark over this one. Much better bad guy. The plot yes. I think is a little bit better this in Much this better movie. Plot. Yeah. Much better plot in this movie Much than the plot. other one. Um, the cast, what about the suit the squad themselves? So we had two completely different squads in this movie from the first, um, the cast of characters themselves. How did you feel about? The so, squad? I, okay. So I was happy, I was happy with the squad that lived. Um, I still like to this day, I don't know how to feel about that first squad just getting annihilated because I mean, while there were some people I didn't care about, um, I would have really liked to have seen Pete Davidson and John Cena interact together. I feel like that would have been really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I would have loved more of Nathan Fillion. I do it. You and Sean are both. <laughs> I can hear her screaming right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. But I mean, but but really, that was that was it for me. I didn't want any more of the Weasel or Weasler. I can't remember that his his name. I didn't want to see any more of that. Um, but the squad that that the movie focused on, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed. Yes. I think King, King Shark was hilarious and also kind of a tragic figure. And they did a really good job of playing both sides of that. Yes. Uh, Polka Dot Man being Polka Dot Man. I mean, he's insane, but they did a great job of showing you why he was that crazy. John Cena did amazing as Peacemaker. Um, Aegis Alba did a great job. And Ratcatcher's story, like at the beginning, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? What? I didn't understand why she was there. And by the end of the movie, I was like, "I kind of want to see a standalone Ratcatcher movie." Really? Yeah, I was. I was. I was ready for, like, to see her, especially if it was like a movie with her and her dad. Like, Taika Waititi did a great job. I mean, he wasn't in it much, but what they showed us was was fucking amazing to me. Um, who else? I think that was, was that the whole squad? If I missed anybody, then it's because I didn't really care. Rick Flag. I was about to say Rick Flag. They didn't have to kill him, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, but it was realistic. I mean, he if he had won that fight <laughs> against John Cena, I'd have called bullshit in the theater, so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. liked this squad much better, too. I didn't come into it not wanting to like Harley. I cannot imagine anyone else playing Harley. And I know we say that a few people. I know people say no one else can play Superman but Henry Cavill. No one else can play, I don't know, 
other than this one person, Wolverine, other than Hugh Jackman. Like, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine to me. Margot is Harley. She, I don't, she was made for that role. I don't even know who else can play it. She's perfect for it. Um, so, so for me, I mean, there was a time, because, okay, so the first Suicide Squad comes out, right? Right. And then, um, what was it? The the Birds of Prey comes out. And it was, I did not enjoy the first Suicide Squad. And if you tell me that you liked Birds of Prey, I just, I, I don't believe you. Because mm. it was just a bad, it was just a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't her fault that it was a bad movie. Maybe it was just like everybody got a raw deal because the writing was bad and it felt rushed and. Yeah, we've we've talked about it before. Writing can kill projects. Yeah, yeah. No matter and, how and great the actors are in it, so that yeah. was one of them. So yeah. I came I came into this not not wanting her to do bad. I was just prepared for it to be suicide squad 2 where she just does way too much and i get sick of it 10 minutes in but that's not what happened so okay what were some of uh the notable scenes for you so we've got the characters we have the squad we know we we are in line with everybody that's there um they had some great scenes in this movie i know i have some at the top of my head just want to see what yours are first to see if we align with any of these so one scene that really stood out to me was the one where Idris Alba and John Cena are walking. Yes. And and, and they're, ha- they're having their own little kill competition. That competition in the woods. Yes. And I think that's what really, like, that's what set the tone for the rest of the movie for me. Because up to that point, I was just kind of watching. And when they started doing that at first, it kind of took me out of it. I was like, man, they're not going to do this. Like, the whole, you know, buddy thing. But it was so fucking cool. <laughs> and... By the time by the time they got to the end, and they realized that they were just killing a bunch of good guys, <laughs> like because they didn't even stop to ask anybody what was going on, they just started killing everybody. Didn't even and stop because to... you know that competition started <laughs> with them in Bell Reef, where they were just talking about how they would murder people, and yeah. so finally it was a way to put their their mouth where their where you know the what's the what am I thinking of? What is the phrase I'm thinking of? Your money where your mouth is? Is that what I'm thinking? Put your money where your mouth. Are is? you asking me to tell you what you're thinking right now? I'm trying to think of the actual phrase. Is the phrase yeah, put, put your, your money, money where your, your mouth, mouth is? is? Yes. Yeah. So that it. was what happened in the woods. It was taking the words that they were saying in that prison to out there on the field. We're gonna yeah. make this actually go. So it was <laughs> it was cool to see that they weren't just talking. They could back up that talk. It was pretty. It was a pretty hilarious scene. The Harley hallway scene, um, where they have the animated flowers and the birds following her, and then they're just gleefully yeah. just along with her and then halfway through those birds are like what the fuck and they start hiding (laughs) and falling behind they're not like following her as close anymore because they see she's nuts (laughs) so and then just how that animation continues like when she's in the car and she's leaving you can still they still have that shot of the hallway in frame so you can see Mm -hmm. the 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 petals and the and the birds and everything are still flying around even though she's not in the room anymore so the cool thing about that for me was when, like you said, they go back and all like the like the cartoon birds and everything and the flower petals are still coming down. But ahead of her, everything is still kind of like real life and, and dreary and dark looking. Yeah. And, and then like not not that exact same scene, but when she was talking to old boy in the room 
and like she like I mean they they have finished fucking and everything and she's ta- and she's just talking to him and he's telling her the stuff that he's doing and she's like oh you're you're another him you're another you're another Joker and she didn't even fucking hesitate she was just like bow cut that shit right off and I was I was like Man. okay so this is like this is who I wish she was the last two times I saw her. Cause if she had been this the whole time, I I would have been so fucking hyped for that shit. I promise I'd never I'd kill my next boyfriend if I saw any red flags. My yeah, God, ma'am. She held to it. She she did not waste a second. Went uh-huh. right to it. Um, you touched on Polka Dot Man earlier. I think you did. If you didn't, uh-huh. Polka Dot Man, his polka dots were. I, I know they were painful and they were a source of trauma. They were absolutely beautiful. When he let those things fly off and the colors and just how bright everything was, he this movie felt like reading a comic book to me, like a comic book in visual form, with the colors and then the way that they had the characters, uh, they portrayed them, um, and then even with the visuals when they would tell the story, like if they moved to a different location, he would spell it out with something in the background. If yeah. they uh, were when they had the battle with Starro, it was Starro versus the Suicide Squad on the screen, like. Everything felt like a comic book, the way he was narrating and the way he was telling the story in the movie. Very pretty visual, visually, uh, the movie. Um, anything else as far as scenes that stuck out to you, to, to things that made you like this movie? Notable standouts. So, I mean, not, it wasn't super exciting, but like I, like I was talking about before with Taika Waititi, I really enjoyed that that little bout of realism there when... Ratcatcher 2 was talking about growing up with him and him teaching mm-hmm. her how, you know, how to toss the rest, how to steal, all the other stuff. But, you know, also talking about the fact that he was an addict and he wasn't actually okay and she had to watch that happen. And I was like, you know, it, it was it was for a movie as silly and ultra-violent as it was to be able to get that in there and, st- and I mean and still have it hit the way it did was was really impressive to me man this, the character development in this it made you feel the connection between all the characters it made you care about them by the end of the movie yeah. when uh, like you said King Shark in the beginning he's just this you know when you first see him he's reading a book upside down then you see him and he's eating people but then there was a time where he was looking at some of the, the the fish or something that was swimming around and you could tell something was going on with him. And it was just so sad. He could not snap out of it no matter what was going on around him. And it was yeah. just, you just, you felt for him. Polka dot man, my mom just like tormented me and my, and, and my siblings so that she wanted us to be superheroes. And she sent us to Star Labs and tried to make us into superheroes and had us go through these painful, you know, uh, sessions trying to turn us into something that we're not. So now everywhere I go, I see my mom. And even though it was pretty traumatic, it was also a pretty hilarious moment because you would look, you would see it through his eyes and everybody was his mother. And that was pretty, that was, that was pretty funny. Moving away from the impressive parts for a second, do you find it weird that in the first movie and in this movie, both black men had daughters they were trying to, get back to and that was that was their motivation i didn't i didn't find it weird no um i think dads inherently are you know there's daddy's girls so i think it was just dads trying to get back to their daughters yeah but Um, it was never one of the white dudes i didn't 
I didn't stop to think about that. No, I I I, I stopped to think about it briefly, <laughs> and I was like, maybe because you're a dad. Maybe. Black dads. <laughs> I was I was like what the, I was like what is going on here? I we we're, we're not all in prison. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I I didn't stop to to think about that. No, that didn't even cross my mind until just right now. Oh yeah, man, they got us twice. <laughs> uh, so there's another similarity in these movies, other than wrestlers turned actors. We had Amanda Waller in all three of these projects that we're going to discuss tonight. Talk to me a little bit about how you felt seeing her in this movie. She didn't feel like Amanda Waller in this movie. Mm. She felt like. She felt like a joke in this movie, where Amanda really? Waller, like for me, yeah, like in the first movie, where compared it was to the like, first movie, I, I can see. That, I mean, yes. where she was a monster. Yes, compared a to the first monster. movie, I can see that. yeah, like this one, she seemed way toned down, um, like toned down when 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 she was in there and Greybeard was talking back to her, and fucking uh, what's old girl's name? Um, Hardcore. Yeah, yeah. When when. Like, every, like, everybody seemed like they were kind of scared of her, but in a comical way. There yeah. was no real fear there. Right. I, I was like, okay, that's that's not the Amanda Waller that I'm I'm used to. I'm used to everybody kind of extremely watching what they say around her. Like, even right. in the comic books, nobody nobody's talking back to her. Yeah, because even by the end of it, they knocked her out. I was like, ooh. Yeah, sure, it's shit ain't nobody putting hands on her. No. And they got to live after that? And got to live, yes. I saw her kill a room full of people for nothing other than yes. the fact that they saw her have a moment of weakness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we moved to this, that she's being knocked out by the end of yeah. the movie. So Waller was a sort of a down moment to you. Um, black father trying to get home yeah. to the daughter. Yeah, black not cool. It was a down moment. Any other kind of down moments to you in this movie? Um... No, not really. I mean, like I said, I, I still I still have mixed feelings about that whole first squad situation. But I think, honestly, if it had played out to where both squads had lived and we got to see everybody, like, you know, die throughout the movie, it would have been too much. Mm-hmm. So, but but that, that scene doesn't feel as cool to me as I think they wanted it to be. So I, I guess I consider that a down moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. I was about to say there weren't too many for me other than like uh, Amanda Waller. Um, just like you said, she wasn't that badass that you're so used to seeing in the comics or in that yeah. first Suicide Squad movie. Um, you get excited to see her and then you see her and she's kind of Meh. just another person in the room. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it I it really felt like they it. needed her. It felt like they needed her to move the story along. But past that... She didn't really have much to do. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the plot, the characters, the the visuals, the story, I mean, everything in this movie worked for me, but, um, so I guess we can get to ranking it unless you have any other thoughts on it or anything else no, you want to bring good. up? No, All I'm right. good. So you didn't give this an S. Where would you rank this movie? I'm a, I'm a solid B. No, I can't. Yeah. I'm an A, cause, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would, I would go A minus, A minus. Cause hmm. I mean, I've, I've watched it, you know, I've watched it six or seven times, so obviously I like it. Right. Um, just the, thinking, 
I'm going to play devil's advocate here because thinking back to the way we ranked Marvel stuff, a lot of the, the, the two projects that you put, or the three that we put in S tier, I think maybe four, played to your emotions. And you've talked how this movie made you feel emotionally, but yeah. you're going to leave it at an A. Yes. Bec- I mean, okay, only because I didn't feel what I, like, the, like those other movies, the emotions that I felt were built on a foundation of, I mean, a decade of got it. Okay, of getting of getting me there. So, like the things I feel when I watch like Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I was listening to "Lift Me Up in the Car" on the way on the way home today. Like, like <laughs> okay. I mean, and I I can I can still see her sitting on the beach. I can see the white linen. I can I can still like I can still bring all of those emotions back. Where with the Suicide Squad, I really can't. But I mean, it was cool in the moment, and and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna downplay that. But okay, nowhere nowhere near where I was with with those Marvel movies. All right, I'm with you on the on the A. I I didn't want to go just like this movie is perfect to me because, like you said, I didn't have that emotional bond with the characters like I did with the Marvel movies, the Marvel projects. Yeah. I but I absolutely loved just about everything about this movie. Um. The one-liners uh, from the the characters, Idris Elba was perfect. Yes. I, I, in this movie, um, I need him to come back. Like, man, they 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 got to get him in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, he it was he he was perfect. And but yeah, the fact that they're all pretty much alive except for Polka Dot Man means that there is a chance for them to return in any of these upcoming projects. So right. hoping that we do see well, them and again. Rick. Yeah, and Rick. Yeah, about that. Yeah, but I mean, did we didn't. We didn't you know. I I enjoyed him. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss him. No, no. We would have missed Elva. Would have. I'm yeah. gonna miss Polka Dot Man. Yes. That so. was yeah. That was a waste. I mean, they didn't have to kill him. All right. So we're starting off with a solid A. Yes. For Suicide Squad. I feel like I had something else to say about Suicide Squad. If I just blurred out something in the rest of this, you know, just well, don't we're about mind. to talk about Peacemaker. So if it comes up, it comes up. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. You know what I did like over for the first movie over this one? The trailer from the first one had me with the Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, the and trailer the way was they, great. Yes. Yeah. I did love the trailer for the first one. Damn shame about the whole movie though. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to Peacemaker. So Peacemaker actually came from, was a spinoff of the Suicide um, Squad. So post-Suicide Squad, Peacemaker joins Argus and Project Butterfly to eliminate these butterfly-like aliens before they fully infiltrate the world. So we have actually done episodes on Peacemaker of all the breakdowns of all the episodes. We're not going to go into full breakdowns of of the series itself um it was no secret that we loved it i went back and i listened to the last episode again today and david you in that last episode just constantly sang the praises of james gunn of the writing of the storytelling of the characters in this series so let me a little quick with this one what were some notable things from peacemaker for you so i think the 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 scene that stands out the most to me is when he sat down and played the piano. Mm. And I mean, because I was expecting action 
Mm-hmm. I was expecting the comedy. I was expecting the the painful backstory when, when they were talking about where he came from and everything else. Because James Gunn is really good at that. Right. What I was not expecting was for him to sit down at that piano and just, I mean, Actually it just completely take me out of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, that was, that was so fucking cool to me. Yeah. Uh, one of mine was uh, the monologues. So the Economos in the uh, episode when the alien asked him why why the human that he infiltrated yeah. dyed his beard and he had to basically <sighs> fess up to why he dyed his beard. Um, and then I I we've talked about it a lot and this actually was the monologue that made James Gunn say, you, you are my high evolutionary. Oh, with Mern, yeah. Yes, yeah. that Mern monologue. Um, the monologues in this, uh, Annie, when she was talking to the detective and basically, you know, just just enjoy this while you can. Just yeah. taking this beautiful, this last beautiful, beautiful moment. Um, just the acting. I mean, in this series, Vigilante, just seeing him and just how... He tried not to show it, but so just how good. vulnerable yeah. he was. Man, I have goosebumps actually thinking you about know, the acting. What was such a great part of this show to me, um, and, and we and we kind of touched on it when we were to- when we did the show on the podcast, the opening credit scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean that was that was fucking genius. The way, because I mean, he As said he said he's on. like, yo, like this this opening credit scene is not going to hit the same the further right. you get into this show. Yeah. And I'm talking about those last three episodes. Like, I was just like, this isn't even fun anymore. Like, this is getting stressful to watch this. I, yeah, you even made a comment in the in the last episode where you were like, he cannot use this same song when season two comes back. Because yeah. they did announce there will be a season two. He's going to do the Waller series first, but then he's going to go back into the Peacemaker season two. So, right. hopefully in the next two or so years we get Peacemaker season two, but... We were like, yeah, you can't use this song anymore. This is this has been tainted for no. us. Like when they they did the whole thing, he's standing in front of the mirror and thinking back to what happened to his little brother, mm-hmm. and like like he's all broken down. It's like everything goes real quiet, and then the theme song kicks in. I was like, this is. I'm not I'm not smiling anymore. I'm not impressed with the dancing. This is all really fucking sad. <laughs> this is so sad. And and everybody's just got to play the little part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, um, on a, I mean, we, so we just talked about a lot of the more dramatic parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Eagly in the woods, when he, <laughs> when he was just bodying motherfuckers right and left, that was, that was incredible. That was that incredible. Was, Eagly in general was incredible, but yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember the, the scene for the woods and how we talked about that one detective, uh, when he was, uh, that, oh yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, when he, man. When he was trying to be like a person, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, I mean, like no, no butterfly. This is just him. That like was when just he, him. he killed a dude, he's like, he's like, oh, look at your tie. He like fix his tie, and like <laughs> he was trying to, he was trying to cry or or, or be worried. <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't do. He started do it. laughing. Couldn't do it. <laughs> oh man, man, yeah, the acting, acting in that series. Um, yeah, yeah. So some of my favorite characters came out of that show. Um, you had a theory in this one. I don't know if you remember it or if you, or if you still feel the same way, but your theory was how the reason that all the Amber fluid is gone from the world is because Batman, he had a hand in it. It had to have been him. He had to. 
he took all of that amber fluid is gone because of him. Do you still yes. have that same, that same thought, that same stance? Yeah, I mean, yes, because un- unless unless they bring that one butterfly back for season two, what's you have to assume that all the amber fluid is gone. I mean, because there were other butterflies out there. I mean, they they got the ones at the warehouse, sure, but unless they went on a crusade after that to hunt down the rest of them individually and kill them, you have to assume that there was still more out there and that there was more food for them other than what was at that one distribution center. So somebody had to get rid of it. I don't see Aquaman doing it. I don't see Batman. I mean, not Batman, but I don't see Superman doing it. Um, Wonder Woman. No, you know, the flash. No, so I figured Batman kind of figured out where everything else was, got rid of it, and they all died off, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Or I they just synthesized remember, it? I don't know. Like I said, I was listening to the last episode, and I, you you were very passionate about that theory. So uh-huh. I was like, I didn't know if you were so just as passionate. You had even mentioned that you were getting into fights with people over on Twitter about it. Yeah. So I didn't know if you were still that passionate about what I mean, happened. what's the other option? I... I I'm going to tell you, I didn't even think of a first option. So wow. I don't have another option. Well, couldn't even think I'm up with the first. Um, <clears throat> so those are some notable moments. I don't know if you had any others. I mean, there are tons of them, but if you want to listen to them, then go back and listen to. You're absolutely right. Our yeah. podcast. I, 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 I got so excited. I just want to sit <laughs> So what were some things that you didn't love so much? You're like, eh, like. Looking Nothing. back. Nothing. Really. Um, I I mean I enjoyed all of it pretty much start to finish. Okay. Yeah. I think it was pretty notable for me while we were recording, and I still kind of feel this way. Adebayo, I liked her as a character, but just some of the just the I'm not made for this. I can't do it. <laughs> and then dropping the walkie talkie in the woods. Like I was by the by the time we got the last episode, I was over her. I'm sure it was probably her character. I was just like. Nah. I could have did. I I don't know. You know what's funny? What? So, for anybody who like who who cares, I work at a data center, and I was three three weeks ago. I was I was holding a walkie-talkie and I was talking to somebody, and I went to go put it on my belt clip, and I missed, and I was like, okay. So then I looked at the walkie-talkie, like, how did I miss? And I just fucking dropped it. <laughs> On the floor, I mean, busted it wide open. So it's possible. It can happen. And that is funny because <laughs> we gave her shit when she dropped Up and that down. I was like, who the fuck drops it? Who, who, who just dropped something like that? And, and, and honestly, when you look back in your life, you can think about a time where you were holding something and you just dropped it for no fucking reason. But we you, gave her shit. Yeah, we did. Too much, I think. I think she we was were all... facing an alien invasion, and we felt like she should have had a solid grip. A, a sturdier, a sturdier handle. <laughs> <laughs> we judged the fuck out of her for dropping that walkie-talkie. Um, <laughs> so all the great things to say about this series still feel the same way about it. Again, go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't. We uh, pre- went pretty in detail about it. It was early podcast day, so excuse my audio. It was very, just again, just very, very first start of podcast day. So my, my audio, audio was immaculate because I took this seriously from the jump. So, hmm. yeah. 
Anyway, uh, Brawler, as we discussed, was in this series too, to a small degree. What did you think? So I liked her in this more than the Suicide Squad, but still not as much as the first Suicide Squad. And I get Mm -hmm. it in this one. Her role was different. She was more there as a as a point of conflict for um, for Adebayo. Mm-hmm. She, she was okay. I mean, she 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 moved that story along, so it was all right. So I'm asking because you know, uh, as I just mentioned, that James Gunn is developing a Waller series for yeah. her. Do you think you're going to see the Waller that we saw in the first Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad? Where so. she, yeah. I do too. I was just wondering what your thoughts were yeah. on that. I, I I hope that he makes her threatening again. Because she, she, like I said, the, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, she didn't feel threatening. She just felt like somebody who was in charge of some stuff. But in the other one, it felt like, I mean, literally watching her get away with murder and she just wasn't even concerned about it. Right. Like she was a scary individual. Okay. One more question before we yeah. move on. So during these two series, A, they came out during COVID. So just want to just remind people of that, that this came out in a time where it was COVID. We were stuck at home. Uh, the Suicide Squad didn't come out. It, it came out in theaters, but it also came out at home so we could watch it at home. Peacemaker, we could watch it at home. So it was a, a different time at that time. But it was also a different time because James Gunn had been released from Marvel. Yeah. So the reason he was able to do these two projects was because he was no longer employed by Marvel. Warner Brothers came and swooped him right on up and said, yep, yeah, come on over, do these projects, and then gave them two amazing projects. You can totally say pass on this if you want to say pass on this. Marvel brought him back on pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they are kind of like slowly walking with the, and I mean, not just Marvel, I think, even uh, WB with Zach, not Zach Miller. What's that boy's name? Zach Snyder. Is it Zach Miller? Who's the Flash? Ezra Miller. Ezra. Shit, I don't know why I said Zach Miller. Do you feel like people are slowly moving their feet with releasing some of these people like the Jonathan Majors and the Ezra Millers of the world because they don't want to be too quick to release somebody? And they're just like, let me just see where this goes so that they're not making a decision and then walking it back the same way Marvel did. Okay. Um, okay, so for James, I I, I don't know. Because... Jonathan? No, did ja- I call like, him James? Ja- no, I'm talking about James Gunn. So oh, when... <laughs> look, it's, it's the wine. I'm sorry. Listen, it was up to the top. So when Marvel... When, I mean, first of all, Twitter kind of did his thing, and they found those old tweets of his, and they were like, yo, this motherfucker's saying some real fucked up shit about babies and everything else. Mm-hmm. I could see where it was hard for Disney, not Marvel themselves, but Disney as a whole, as a corporation, to look at that and say, we aren't going to take any action whatsoever. Because, I mean, I got it, their tweets, they're not quote-unquote real life, but he was saying some pretty horrendous shit. He was making some real, like, he was making some real aggressive jokes there. Real fun fact, real quick, Shauna, you will remember this. Do you remember we were at Comic-Con in downtown eating ramen on the side of the road when this news broke? 
I just wanted to remind you of that in case you forgot where you were when the James Gunn news broke. I don't know where I was. Oh, man. David, continue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ezra Miller, they... I was surprised that they released this movie after everything that they had done. Like, mm-hmm. that motherfucker was choking people out in right. grocery stores, uh, starting cults. This this dude was on TV talking about he wants his family back. Like, Ezra Miller had his wife and daughter and didn't know where they were, didn't know what they had done to him, all this other stuff. And motherfucker broke into somebody's house. What was it? Vermont broke into somebody's house that's like raided a liquor cabinet, all sorts of breaking and entering shit. Yeah. Like, they set themselves up to be removed from that spotlight. And I'm I'm not a I'm not a big fan of just saying somebody did something wrong, they gotta go, right? And because you can because you can fuck up in your real life and not get fired from your job. But these people in the public eye, when they do something, it kind of it gets held under a microscope. Like, okay, like we like we don't want to see you anymore because you made a mistake. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. As Ezra Miller, it was time for him to go. I don't understand why they released that movie. And I guess a big reason why a lot of companies get gunshot is because of what happened with The Flash. Because they went ahead, like like James Gunn came out and said, yo, this movie is amazing. Trust me. It's going to be one of the greatest superhero movies you've ever seen in your life. And then it turned out to be ass, apparently. I still haven't seen it because everybody was like, this is horrible. Don't. Don't, don't waste your money on it is what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, so, I, so I just didn't do it. Right. Um. Jonathan Majors, I... I don't know because that that's one of those things I need to wait for that trial to play out because from what the cab driver was saying and, and the people on the street and police reports coming out now, I'm not ready to bury this dude because he's an ass. Like, like I get it. People coming from his past like, yeah, he's not a good actor to work with. Yeah. He's a, he's a dick. All this other stuff. I don't care. I don't, right. I don't, I don't care if he's an asshole. Whatever, do, do like whatever. Bill Murray's been the biggest douchebag on the planet for thirty that fucking hurt my years, heart here. and everybody loves him. Yep. It's almost. I mean, that's that's a whole that's a whole other thing about how you can be white and be horrible and it's fine. But if you're black, you can't. Yeah, like who is it? Chevy Chase. How, Chevy how, Chase. how many times have I seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Chevy Chase is a horrible. He he killed like everybody in the community was like, yo, like we'll come back and do this revival as long as Chevy Chase isn't here. That That's how bad un- of a. <laughs> but I mean, he still got work for, God knows Ever. how long. Right. The, all those Fletch movies. I mean, like he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, I think. Okay. I think yeah. I I think that it, it's a case by case thing. I would like to see how the the Jonathan Major thing plays out, only because we. Once they actually bring that to trial and they get all the facts out, then I'll be like, okay, yeah, obviously. Because, I mean, if I found that he put his hands on it, it's a wrap, right? Right. But I got to find out that it actually happened and not the whole allegedly, like, she got wild drunk in his bedroom, locked herself in there, and then knocked her head when she passed out. Pulled a gun. And him and, oh my God. Yeah, him and the maintenance man are trying to get into the all this other stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to see on that one. Okay. I just wanted to ask that. And I was like, you know. Because, again, I just remembered, I was like, James Gunn did these. And then he went back to Marvel. What? Oh, yeah. He wasn't Yeah, they realized they fucked up. Mm -hmm. Well, I think a a big part of that, too, was 
they realized that people didn't care. Because when he left and went to D.C., I think I think Disney as a whole was like, well, this isn't going to work because everybody hates James Gunn now. That's what they thought. They forgot. Yeah, we all forgot about that shit quick. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you now what those tweets were about. I think I can say something about a baby. I don't know. It was definitely something about babies. <laughs> I. That's all I remember. Yeah. I was know. it? Yeah. It was something about babies. But we're not going to dwell on that. I just wanted to see nope. if you know he was able to do these projects and then come back to Marvel because and and was that are we more gracious now or is not we are studios more gracious now or more willing to maybe turn a little not a blind eye but maybe cover one eye and give it a little time to, to clear up a little bit because of this James Gunn effect where we let him go and then we saw oh shit nah we gotta get him back so just wanna see where your head was on that I mean I could I could go deeper into my where my head is on that but this is not a you went pretty deep yeah, I'm about to say this is not a fully black podcast, and Shauna's got to come back at some point. I don't want her. Shauna's got to come shit. back. So, Shauna might actually agree. She's very Canadian. She'll probably agree with whatever yeah. you're about to say. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm. If it was a black director, I don't think he would have come back from that. Right. I think that just would have been wrapped up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, Ryan Coogler would not have been given that same amount of grace. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Coogler would be directing movies on Tubi if he, <laughs> if he had done some shit Tubi. like that. You demoted them to Tubi. Oh, man. Damn. Um. So, we have to rank it now. Did I say at the beginning I wasn't going to rank anything in You S did, and I knew yeah. you were lying. I knew it. Man, I knew yeah. it. I, because Peacemaker, Peacemaker absolutely is an S. Peacemaker is an S, yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, that it, like I said, start to finish, it was fucking, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was damn near perfect. Yeah, right. So remember all the times, all the uh, the times that we thought that like uh, Gorilla Zod was going to come in there because a gorilla escaped from a zoo and James Gunn was like, yeah. "Haha, fuck you! I just wanted to kill a gorilla." <laughs> I, 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 he made it so like he made it so much cooler than if Grodd had showed up. <laughs> we, I said Gorilla Zod. Oh my god! Anyway, we were like pausing the TV and reading newspapers and things in the background, trying to see what was coming up see, next. And yeah. he was like, "He was like, you idiots! Why? Stop You're focused it. way too much on this. I just want to chainsaw a gorilla. I just want to kill a gorilla." <laughs> and he did it. Oh my god! It was so cool. Economos I mean, came through that motherfucker. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I know you, you you didn't like it, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? For those of us who understood, that wasn't a real gorilla. You know, we, we enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we gave John Cena's projects an S and an A. He did amazing, um, acted his ass off for someone coming to the big screen for the first time. Yep. And really cool because what was it? Dave, Dave Batista was actually supposed to be Peacemaker. Do you think he would have done as great as a job as John Cena no. did? No. Yeah, me either. No. I don't think so either. Now, have you seen Stuber? No, I don't even know what it is. I don't. I don't know what Dave. But I don't know what Dave thinks his career is going to be after comic book movies. But, um, not just stupid. But what was it? Knock at the cabin or something? I didn't see that either. But I also didn't hear rave reviews about it. It was. So. It, was it was okay. Mm, was he okay? He was. He was the definition of okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Thirty Rock. Uh, the the blonde girl. I can't remember her name. Went to Tina or Tina Fey came to her and she was like, "Do I how do I look? Do I look okay?" And she was like, "That's exactly that's exactly how yeah." Oh, <laughs> uh, what was her name? Cherie. 
Sheree, yeah. Sheree, you want to look okay? That's exactly how you look. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Dave we're Bautista stalling. is not much to hold on. I, I'm I'm ready to talk about it because the hierarchy of the the hierarchy of powers is 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 about to change. It's changing. Um, the man a in new black dawn, is here. a new era is here. Yeah. Um, Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah. You know what's funny? I could very easily come up with a plot for the first two just off the top of my head. Can I do and, it? Yeah, please. Okay. So, we start off in Condot a long time ago. Uh, mm-hmm. This little kid starts a revolution. I don't remember who the kid is. Maybe he's somebody's nephew or he's somebody's son. It um, was it was the Rock's son. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm not even... It was... It was his son. Yeah. The, the 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 kid, like, right before they cut his head off, he gets sent to the spot. And they're like, yo, we're going to give you the powers of Shazam. And they give them to him or something. Or they don't. I don't really remember. Um, But I do remember that at some point they fast forward. And th- there's a lady and some people that are raiding this tomb. And when they get inside, it seems like one guy knows more than everybody else. Because he's got that creepy little I know more than you face on. And so another another team that he had brought in to 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 follow them and take whatever they found, the crown that they found. But they find more than the crown. They find Black Adam. Um, and she reads the words and somehow they give her time to do this. And lightning comes down and there's the rock. And... From there, it's just they're, some. They're tr- everybody's trying to get this crown, and mm-hmm. then the dude finally gets it, and he's given the powers of hell, or something. Mm-hmm. And he comes back to Kondok, and they're super worried about ruling Kondok, which is apparently just a part of the Earth and not some mystical place like I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> right. It's basically like they're just trying to take. I, I don't want to just name a Middle Eastern country. That seems racist. Like they're trying to just take over Colombia or something. Like it's just a part of the Earth that. Apparently it's like a Middle Eastern Gotham. It's like, yeah, like nobody else cares it, about it except for them. It's a shithole. Why? Well, who? Who gives a fuck? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the guy gets the crown and he gets the hell powers and he kills Pierce Brosnan and then spoilers if you haven't seen Black Adam, Pierce Brosnan dies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and then at the end, I guess Black Adam wins. Um. And and then fade to black, but not really, because then Superman shows up and Amanda Waller shows up, and that and then and then actually fade to black, and then hopefully I never have to watch this movie again to to give a summary. <laughs> I mean, you did better than I could do on the top of my head. I, I I honestly was like, how the fuck do I sum up this movie? And you know what's terrible. Hmm. And I mean, we're going to talk about this a lot, I think, when we talk about this movie. It wasn't a bad movie as long as The Rock wasn't on the screen. I I, I, I watched the movie. I got through the end of it. <laughs> my, If you look at my notes, my notes will not match what I'm about to say. But I got through the end of it and I said, you know, if you took The Rock out and put another actor in there, that would have been watchable. I, I liked. I would have liked it. Um... So I guess we'll start how we did with the other two that we talked about and just talk about the cast, the the, the superheroes that they use, the characters. What were your thoughts? We had 
Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was Teth Adam, later renamed to Black Adam. We had uh, Carter Hall, who was Hawkman, uh, Adam Smasher, uh, Cyclone was her name, Cyclone. And then we had uh, Dr. Fate. Yes. I enjoyed all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Except for Cyclone and Black Adam. Cyclone was the, you know, as a, I'm not going to, I will say, we do talk about DC sometimes where we're like, find other characters. There are other people out there besides the Justice League and the Green Lanterns or whatever. Yeah, that's our bad. That's our bad. (laughs) There was a scene where Adam Smasher, where she put her costume on and Adam Smasher was like, nice outfit or a nice costume. I said, that is the ugliest fucking costume I have ever seen in my life. I'm sure it might be comic accurate. I don't know. I don't care. This is one time where if it was comic accurate, you should have fucking changed it. They made a mistake. She yeah. looked like <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the West. Those stockings, that purple and green, the flowing shit. She looked fucking awful. Yeah. The girl was cute. Her hair cool was powers. pretty. Cool powers. I mean, the powers were, were cool. Like when she threw all the little, when she threw all the rebar and stuff. Where she never, it, she never even... She That's did not so- do much. And everything was just slow motion. It was like an acid trip watching her. I was like, because they wanted you to acid, see it. But what? They wanted you to see it. I'm not going to stick up for her too much. I'm just saying. <laughs> Clearly you are. There was, no, there was that one scene when she threw that rebar and I was like, that looks pretty cool. That, that That's the, that's the um, extent of my sticking up for her. I liked that they did show because she she was also really really smart. So I liked that they did actually show that she was a fucking genius. And I the thing that I wish they would have done more here um, that James Gunn did in the Suicide Squad was even though you're introducing us to these characters for the first time, to give us a little bit as to who they are. Um, I saw that she you know she basically says you know I was tormented by this uh, evil scientist who gave me these powers. Kind of go into that a little bit. They said that in the movie. Yeah, she said that. Because uh, oh. the the boy, yeah, the boy was like, "Oh my god, you're so smart!" And you know, she was talking about the nanobots, and he was like, "Oh, I love that." And she was like, "Yeah, this person in, injected them into me." So she hmm. I, exactly it was it was it was really easy to miss because she breezed right by it real quick. Okay. Like, hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch that. You have Doctor Fate who is possessed. Every time he puts a helmet on, and that's really all that you get from him and his powers. But his was backstory. he though? That, that's what the movie said. I don't know. Right, and I mean, and I and I know, you know, Doctor like Doctor Fate's thing is when he doesn't have the helmet on, it's a constant dread to put it on because he never knows when he's going to come back. Right. The movie made it seem like Dr. Fate could just put that helmet on and take it off at will. And once he puts it on, he still has control enough to do whatever he wants to do. Like when he decided at the end that he was going to sacrifice himself and go uh, go fight CGI devil and lose. Yeah. Like once he put the helmet on, first of all... <laughs> You can't see him, but he is leaned in close and put on his thinking his thinking face. The words godlike powers were used, and they are not an exaggeration. Dr. Fate, I mean, he is... 
he, he's up there as far oh, as oh, he like, was awesome, powerful. I'm saying I'm talking about just in DC in general. He's up there as far as like powerful beings. But so the I, everybody, you know, well, no, not, everybody, everybody's not, and that's the thing. The fact that he could just die like that, Doctor Fake. I mean, sure, maybe I guess he can fucking die, but like to just get stabbed, like oh, you stabbed me, I'm I'm gone now. No, no, man, that seemed weird. I don't even know if he got stabbed. He got punched. I thought something happened. Yeah, I think it was a punch. <laughs> it was like a Harry Houdini punch, and it took him out. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Hawkman, very was easy great. on the eyes. Was great. Aldous Hodge is amazing. He is very easy on the eyes. Um, I was not a fan of whatever this soapbox that he was on the whole movie we can't kill them we need to bring them to justice justice has to be served i was like why are you doing this what are you doing when they told him to get the fuck out of there <laughs> when he 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 landed and everybody was like booing him he was like what the fuck oh, is going yeah. on <laughs> and they were like bro you're the white guy in this like, like <laughs> you, you're showing up and trying to stop us from being liberated. Like, this guy's here helping us, and you're showing up to stop him. You're the bad guy right now. He was like, you're nah, the bad I, don't, I don't accept that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that. It, like I said, the plot of this movie was so fucking cool. It just it lost itself trying to make Dwayne Johnson happy. It did. Yeah. This was, this was Dwayne Johnson's baby. Um. One thing that I, I noticed about this movie was that, uh, and I don't know if this was just a, I'm not going to say a victim. I, I don't know how to say this, but if this is because of DC is so far behind trying to play catch up, we've spent a lot of time with Marvel characters, right? So right. every time I saw someone in this movie, I immediately, oh, that's just, a, even if DC comics were first, Adam Smasher was, oh, you're just trying to be eight man. Hawkman. I can see that. Oh, Falcon. Uh, you know, Doctor Fate, Doctor Strange. So it was every time I saw a character, I was just like, "Huh, you're just trying to be this person in in, in Marvel." Um, so the I I was constantly comparing them to their Marvel counterpart while I was who, watching who the would, movie. Who would Black Adam's Marvel counterpart be? In my I, head, I'm thinking Thor. Thor. But that's I only because be I don't, I don't know who else. Yeah, I think that'd be the closest one. I mean. Yeah. Adam Warlock. I think, I think Thor. I think Thor would be the. the... Well, not really, because Thor was born into it. He kind of just. Yeah. He and can just we talk about it. how he got his powers? How who got whose powers? Black Adam. Did... How did he get him in the movie? You don't remember? I watched sure I everybody. Everybody, I watched this movie yesterday. I I swear to God, I don't remember. <laughs> so his son had the powers, right? So I'm gonna back up because we've talked about this before in um, another episode where Dwayne Johnson is gonna do Dwayne Johnson. He has his contractual obligation, or you know his his he can't, must. He can't be a bad guy. I can't be a bad guy. Can't die. Can't hit him too many times. Can't this. Can't that. And that came through in this movie and in the origin story. Um, because, uh, David, as you put it to me off camera, was that, you know, 
Black Adam is not a good guy, got his powers by murdering his nephew to get them. Right. In this story, um, the son, his son got the powers. They came into the house and murdered his mother, his Dwayne Johnson's wife in the movie, murdered him, her, in front of his eyes, and then just knocked him over the head. Knocked him out. Yeah. Because of, uh, can't kill him. So right. his son comes in as Black Adam and sees Dwayne Johnson on the ground. Oh, so he picks his dad up, father, and he gives Dwayne Johnson his powers to save him. Mm. So and tells him say the word, and so he says Shazam. So he gives his he gives his powers to him. At that moment, an arrow comes because there's an assassin watching them from the distance. And in the moment that he gives his powers to his dad, the arrow hits him and the son dies. So he feels cursed with these. These powers are a curse now. So he. <laughs> like, you just watched this yesterday. Where was I when this? Did I go to the bathroom? Did I, it was I, a whole scene. It was a whole thing. I may have gotten up to do something. I don't. I don't know. This was this was towards the end. I will say that. So maybe you maybe you did check out. Start to check. Oh, out. this is towards the end. I was definitely checked out. Yeah, this was towards the end <laughs> because he was explaining why he kept staring at that statue because the whole the time statue. He the statue was him. Yeah, he, he was, was talking to Aldous Hodge and, and oh Hawkman and no, he was talking to the the mom. What I'm saying, like, didn't Hawkman think at first that the statue was him? I thought everybody did. I did too. I don't remember. He was oh. either talking to the mom or Hawkman. He was talking to somebody. And he was explaining what it was. I thought it was the mom because she went in first to talk yeah. to him so that the rest could come in. And he was explaining. And then that's when we learned that the statue wasn't him. It was his son. Gotcha. I don't know if y'all can tell. This is not going to be an S-tier movie. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. So we'll start with like we've been, even though we've been talking about it for a while. What were some what were some highlights for you in this movie? Let me tell you, the coolest mm-hmm. thing I've seen in a comic book movie, and and I mean, I, and and I'll maintain that it's still one of the coolest things I've seen, even with how even with how much I wish The Rock was not in this movie. When Doctor Fate, when the, the first time they fought, and Doctor Fate showed him conduct. Yes. And and he kind of calmed down and he was just looking Man. around. I was like, oh, maybe they're just kind of lowering his blood pressure so that they can have a oh. conversation. And then Hawkman just came in with the Swifties and just put hands on that boy. I was, oh man. That was that's my that's one of my favorite scenes in, in any comic book movie. Let's say you're irate. You're just you're Hulk level mad. Doctor Strange shows you your happy place to calm you down. What's your happy place that he's showing you? Oh, man. I had an answer instinctually, but I can't say it. So. Oh, God. I'm going to say it. Whatever. In the industrial section of Portland, Oregon, there's a strip club called Casa Diablo. Okay. That that would have been my, yeah. Casa Diablo. If he, if, if, if Dr. Fate had just put me in front of that stage, the old girl, when she, she clicked her heels and she had light up heels on. And when she clicked them, it went like rainbow colors up and down the heels. <laughs> Hawkman would have got me. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkman would have got my ass. 
Well, uh, what's yours? <laughs> I was about to we got, we got, say mine. Nah, we got to move on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't linger on that too long. I don't nope. know. It honestly would be hmm, somewhere like a happy place. I mean, mine, to be completely honest, is and it sounds very like unbelievable, probably just my living room, my couch. I'm immediately just going to go just lay down, grab my blanket, and just curl up in front of it. Yeah, me or, no, me too. My happy place is with my was is with uh-huh, my Yeah, sure. No, Casa Diablo. <laughs> or <laughs> like in old school like arcade. Like you remember putt 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 games and golf? Yeah. Yeah. Like somewhere like that where you just walk inside, just throw a whole bunch of tokens in, just eat something, go outside, play some putt putt. Something like some something either something like that or just a, my couch. Just curl up and just lay down and go to sleep. Hawkman okay. would have had me in either one of those situations. Yeah, I mean, so. the, like the way the way they show like how like the expanse of the whole city, yeah, and then that blue sky, and mm-hmm. that little black dot started getting bigger, and it just came with the with I mean with some thunder to it, right? That was yeah. So, Doctor Fate for me actually from start to finish, other than not diving too much more into a story like I wanted to, he absolutely was a highlight to me. Anytime he definitely was in a fight scene with the hands, he's become a TikTok meme, but. Even in this game or in this uh, in this movie, just watching him, pretty cool. Yeah, he uh, and and I liked I liked his relationship with Hawkman. Like they had they had a really cool yeah. back and forth. I mean, yeah. And then when he, he was did. walking up and he put the little shield up and he was like, "What? Well, no, what are you doing?" I was like, "Oh shit, am I feeling something?" Because this whole movie's been ridiculous, but I feel like I'm feeling something right now. And and it was really cool. I didn't feel anything, but you know, I'm glad no? you did. No. When he when he put the shield up so that Hawkman couldn't come through, especially like, go when he this. just kept beating on the shield, I was like, "You're not getting through. Calm the fuck down. Wait till it falls." And I, I know there's, I know he can't see it, so I guess hitting it is the way. But I'm like, "You're expending energy. Yeah, just chill out. He's not gonna couldn't. let you through. If anything, just lean on it, and when it falls, you'll move forward and know you can pass." Like he wasn't thinking about that. He loved him. I know he wasn't. Emotions were getting to the best of him. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I just. I didn't feel anything in that scene. I liked that, and I liked the way that when everything was going to shit, and they were talking about how much Hawkman and them were not welcome there, Adam Smasher just came and knocked over a building. (laughs) It's like, yo, my bad, everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Like, they were in the middle of talking about how much they did not want them there, and then Adam Smasher just comes and knocks a building over. (laughs) Yeah. That uh, that whole uh, invasion or like Western invasion type feeling definitely was present throughout the entire movie. That theme was was there, yeah, the whole time. Like I said, plot was great. Like the whole, hey man, look, he he's trying to free us, and you are trying to stop him and keep us enslaved because nobody really gave a fuck about anything else that was happening other than stopping Black Adam, and they were all like, yo, he's. He's the good guy here. Like, these guys with guns, they're not here on a peace mission. They're here to kill us. So you trying to stop him from killing them is kind of counterproductive. Right. And they never really... They never really acknowledge that. Like, I mean, every now and then, when when the townspeople would say, hey, look, he's helping us, they would just be like, well, that's, this isn't the way. It's like, what, what the fuck are y'all talking about, man? <laughs> I don't know. Like... Are, are, you, are you not going to kill them? Because you seem pretty 
cool with killing people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, a lot of things I didn't get in this movie. Um, anything else you you liked? Any other highlights for you in this movie? Um, I don't know if I'm about. Okay, so it wasn't a like. It was just it was just hilarious that they did it. Hmm. At the end. Mm-hmm. When he rips old boy in half, like right before he rips him in half, and he's when he like, grabbed the horns and did it. Yeah, yeah, he's like, tell him the man that black sent you. Oh god, <laughs> that was the dumbest <laughs> shit. It was. You remember when we had bad movie Saturdays and we would just watch yeah. horrible movies? That's what that was. Mm-hmm. It was it was the worst possible thing he could have said, and I'm so glad he said it because it just it gave it gave me the room to be like, okay, you know what? If they're not going to take this shit seriously, then 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 I don't Why have I? to either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Why should I? Yeah. Um, I don't think I had quickly looking over my notes. I don't think I had any other highlights. So we can move to the other side of this. Okay. What are some things that you saw and you were like, nigga, what? 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 So. There was a fight scene, and I don't know if it was the first one or the second one or the 14th, but... Because <laughs> there were a lot of fight scenes, yes. The music starts, and I'm like, is this painted black? And yeah, and I'm like, what is this doing in a fight scene? Because this isn't a fight, this isn't a fight song. Right. He's, he's throwing rockets at people. He's throwing motherfuckers 45,000 feet across, you know, the city. He He's blowing up trucks. And I'm listening to Painted Black. And I'm like, why am I listening to this song? I'm like, okay. I'm listening to this song because it has the word black in it. Because it has the word black in the title. And they didn't know what else to do. And it it, it took me completely out of what was probably a really cool fight scene. Um, everything doesn't have to be CGI. No. Nor slow motion. Nor slow motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... And I and I and I understand that you wanted him to be this like dark brooding character, but forty five seconds. Which is crazy seconds, because I did not get that in the entire movie. I so I didn't get it like, after he took that hood off and he was just you black definitely Adam, didn't get it. You definitely, you definitely didn't get that. it then. So I was like, what the fuck was this at first? Mm-hmm. Like what what was all of this like hooded figure? I'm so dark and mysterious. Your magic is weak, motherfucker. It's a bullet. It's not magic. It's it's mechanical in nature. He was trying to be, uh, yeah, trying to be. That man loved to float. Yeah. If there was one thing he was going to do in this movie, not touch the ground. Not touch the, the ground. Two, inch, the just hover, two inches above it. The floor is lava. <laughs> I'm right here above it. I'm hovering. I'm floating. My God, floating mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, the thing that had me screaming at first was you wake up this five thousand year old person and he immediately starts speaking in english immediately i could not get over that well i mean i i I never i never i never put too much stock into that because selfishly i have a very american attitude when it comes to movies and i don't want to hear you speaking another language especially when i don't know especially when the subtitles what's he going to speak kandaki and that's not a real place so what's the language he was he was speaking in it later missed it (laughs) of course you did (laughs) i mean like i I don't so i don't i enjoy watching like foreign movies 
Mm-hmm. And I'll and I'll and I'll leave it with the original foreign actors, and I'll just and I'll just read the subtitles because I feel like the experience is better that way. Mm-hmm. But if I'm watching an American movie, don't don't do that to me. Uh, yeah, I know, I I know you're on another planet, and magically okay. everybody speaks English, and I'm fine with that. Thank you for it. All right, I just it just bothered me uh, because it was just how do you know English? And then when he's staring in the mirror, he's looking at a mirror like it's just. What is this thing? Magic. Yeah. But meanwhile, you know the word lunch and box and all these other words. And I'm like, why do you know this as a 5,000-year-old being that literally just came up out of the ground? Do you think 5,000 years ago they didn't have boxes? I don't know, but they don't have the word box. They probably, the word was probably rect square object. And then now it's box. If you translate word like our words into other languages, they're not the words. It describes the object, and we just call it a box. So in in Kandaki, it was probably square object. Storage cube. Yeah. <laughs> what box? I can tell you that. I can well, tell you that. Um, when you saw everybody doing this, what'd you think? When they were throwing the rock up. Throwing up the rock. I said, it's the rock every time I saw this. I didn't understand what was going on there because the dude found it. What was it called? Eternium? Eternium, yes. We one day we're, vibranium. One day we're going to have a podcast about horrible, horrible MacGuffins in movies because what was it in, uh, in Avatar? Unobtainium? <laughs> like, what the fuck are y'all doing, man? Did they really call it Unobtainium? Yeah, yeah, they did. I sat through Avatar and I still don't know what that shit was called. Like, I mean, and I support uh, the writer no. strike. Like, get everything y'all, like, get everything y'all can. But once y'all come back, y'all gotta cut Please. that shit out. Now, y'all but no, gotta this, cut yeah, that out. This was Eternium, <laughs> which again, very close to Vibranium. Yeah, and uh, so the old dude gets it, and then the like the whole crowd just like comes around him, ready to beat us. Like, what are y'all gonna do to him? He's not keeping it. He's he's trying to get to the soldier to give it to him. Mm-hmm. What are you going to beat him up so you can take it and give it to the soldier? You saw what Who happened knows? to that nigga. Who knows? King's reward. Hey, stab. What he stab him in the stomach and then threw him over the like threw him over the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slow motion. And then oh, asked the little boy, "Are you ready for the king's reward?" Yeah. And then we didn't know it at the time, but it was the Rock who said he's going to take the king's grace. Was, oh, God. was that the Rock? Yeah. D- d- I really feel like you should go back and rewatch this movie. You can go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) No. That was the rock. That was the whole thing. I did did my best, man. You couldn't see it at the time, but it was the rock. He had his back to us the whole time, but it was the rock, and that was his son. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. I'm I'm glad he was there just in time to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Five, Five seconds too slow to save the other guy, but you know. He wasn't concerned about the other guy. He was concerned about his child. Yeah. He even said, like, there's, like, why be a hero? Heroes fill up graveyards. I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm trying to make it to see another day. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you didn't hear that either. Um. I did not. So, something that I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know why I was spending so much time on this, and and never in any other comic movie or comic book that i've read the little boy or the mom was like you know 
There is Aquaman out here. Superman's out here. None of them have ever come and tried to save us from intergang. Intergang? Yeah, intergang, yeah. I only I get it confused because at my job we have interplay and I kept wanting to call them interplay. So no one's ever tried to come in and step in and save us from intergang. Why do like we finally have this person? Why are you trying to take this person away from us when he's actually trying to save us from them? And then I got to thinking, why doesn't Superman care? Where is Superman? Where where is everybody? And then I got to thinking in anime, One Punch Man. Each town has a level of superheroes. And sometimes they'll come in from other cities to help out and kick out the bad guys. Like, do we need a rotating hero system like One Punch Man, different tiers, S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, etc. in neighboring towns? This is, hey, this villain, this is a, this is a B level villain. I need B heroes come in, get it out. This this one this this whole organization S tier. I need my S tiers here. Why don't we have that? We're Superman. I mean, well, we kind of. I mean, we kind of do because when you start really looking at it, there's different organizations. Like in this one, it was what Justice League, Justice or, Society, Justice Society, Society. Sorry, yeah, Justice Society. I mean, so they 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 kind of have that. It's but no, just... no, no, because they only came in to get Black Adam. They weren't coming to get Inner Game. No, but that's because they came to get Black Adam. I'm not even going to pretend like I know where Kondok is on a map. Like if they if they had to show, us, I mean, but it's on the other side of the planet, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And all of the superheroes you really see in these movies are American or adjacent. So, mm-hmm. no. So we're just going to leave that side of the world to just fend for themselves. I mean, you saw them niggas had to get on an airplane. That's expensive, man. It came out of the ground. It did. Hawkman is rich as shit. And Isn't he? And sh- nobody, Louisiana. nobody bothered explaining where that money came from. It was just... As a black man in Louisiana, <laughs> why do you have grounds? Like, why do you have a <laughs> Professor X, X-Men type of school? The ground opened up, your plane came up out of it, and they took off in it. That confused me because he can fly. The rest of his team couldn't, though. Which one couldn't? Adam Smasher was the only one who couldn't fly. Cyclone, I feel like she, maybe she can't fly. Maybe she relies on the wind power to keep her afloat. You know, I. I thought she, if she couldn't, if she couldn't fly, then then what are we doing here? I'm going to look it up. I don't know if flight was one of her powers. It very well could have been. It fucking better be. If your name is Cyclone or Tornado or, or. Strong breeze. You should be able to at least get off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) No, she can get off the... But I feel like it's one of the things you can get off the ground with the help of something. I don't know if she can fly on her own. Speaking Mm -hmm. of flying, real quick, because I thought this was absolutely fucking hilarious. There was a scene where a Black Adam, like, took off at supersonic speed. And Hawkman went to fly after him and basically was, like, fluttering. (laughs) Instead of of just shooting off. Yeah. He's got wings, uh, man. Uh, yeah, it was actually pretty funny. Um, I don't know if she can fly. I'm I'm going to say she can, and I'm going to say I don't understand why she why she didn't do it more. Let me see. I'm going to look it up. Um, while we're looking it up, oh, see, her costume looks much better in the comics. I don't know why they gave her that fuck ass costume that they gave her. 
I don't know, but nobody can see that but you. So powers and wind manipulation. So she's like a so like she can a, fly. She's like an airbender. No manipulation. She's mentally she can mentally summon cyclones and whirlwinds and fly by riding the current. She can't fly on her own. But that's like okay, yo, storm Does that make can't sense? fly on Yeah, it's like storm cannot fly on her own. Storm commands the wind and uses it to fly. Exactly. So there so has cyclone to be wind can fly. There. No, but no, With, she creates if the wind. Wind is there. If there's no wind, she can't fly. If there's no wind, she's worthless then? That's what it's saying, yes. So if there's no wind, she can't be Cyclone. She has to mentally summon wind. powerful bursts of air and fly through the air by riding those currents from those bursts of air that she's summoning mentally. Right, so she just can't summon them and ride them across a long distance? I guess, distance? but let's just say somebody takes her out of the game. She can't fly. Is that what flying is? Just riding through wind currents at the end of the day? I mean, realistically, flying for us is is complete fiction. So it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I guess super what Superman doesn't even fly. What they say he jumps or some shit, and he can just control it to the point where he just looks like he's flying. Oh, that's depressing. I didn't even think about right, that. Right, that's that dumb. No, like for me, he he can fly, and I don't have to know how to explain that because it's he a superhero fly. in a comic book. Yeah, they said he can fly, so he can fly. I don't know. But like how Black Adam can to... just levitate in the air. Like Cyclone can't do that. She needs no. to have a constant wind current underneath her, like holding her up. Does that make sense? Yeah, so she can fly. With the help of wind. Sure. Yeah. I'm glad we agree. That she can fly, yes. If there's a wind current there. <laughs> <laughs> um I was getting very strong again, just talking about these comparisons, Black Panther Wakanda vibes with Hawkman. Why? The Kente cloth. Probably that. And in the comics, I don't know if Hawkman is black. So I don't know if that was their way of trying to, I'm not going to say lure us in, but like, you know what I mean? Like make a connection. Every time I've seen Hawkman, he's been white. Right. But he's black in this movie with kente cloth. He's really rich. He has all this great technology. It looked just like Wakanda. It was like, it gave me Wakanda vibes. I didn't pick those up. I was just trying to figure out where the nigga got that money from. Which which seems racist on my part. I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing with all that money? <laughs> I didn't bet an eye when Dr. Fate was riding around in a Bentley holding on to his little helmet and having weird visions about his friend dying. But the second I saw a nigga but with some money, I was like, wait, have five <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Name, and you want to know where he got it from. I see Man, you. He worked, he worked the shit on that PPP loan. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh, man. We're supposed to be better than that, man. <laughs> I'm, I, I am. Excuse me. It's not a we. I am. I didn't think that. Mm. That was all you. Um. <laughs> Damn, David. I know. Uh, I just, um, The Rock was The Rock in this movie. We talked about it before. He is going to be the same character in each of these movies. He did not change the hierarchy of DC superheroes. No. Um, I doubt he will ever play Black Adam again after this movie. Um, it was... If he, if he plays Black Adam again in a movie, I'm going to go on Fandango 
I'm going to buy a movie ticket. I'm going to go to Harris Teeter. I'm going to buy a bag of tomatoes. And I'm just going to go to the theater and just let whatever happens, happens. Because I, cause I like, there's no way. There's no way he gets to do this again. There, it, it can't be. Unless, so there were times where I was like, I can see it trying to come through. Like he was, there were times where he was actually pretty funny in the movie. But some of the things he was doing, some of the things he was trying really hard to just, I don't to know. To be cool. But, yeah. But there were times where when he, he would drop the cool part and he would, and you could see like his personality coming through or, you know, the writing, because I can tell they wanted to write, they wrote a cool character for just about everybody else in this movie. And I can tell they wanted to do the same for him. And he was like, no. But there were every, every so often I could see where the, the writing that they wanted to do for him would come through. And I was like, you should just lean into that. Right. Keep doing that. But he never does. Never. And, it, and it didn't. It didn't last long. I wish it had, because it would have been. It would have been a cool movie if, if it had. It was a cool movie. He would have been. He would have fit in this movie had he just let go and let them right. do their job. Right. But he didn't fit, and you would think that, because we're not the only people to say this. No. And I mean, and I mean, people say this about him in every movie he's in. He's he's just him, wearing a different outfit. And you would think at some point he would start to take that shit personally and either stop acting or say, you know what? Maybe I'm the problem here mm-hmm. and see what we can do to fix that. Because like I said, like this this was, if they had found somebody else to play Black Adam, this is probably a B movie for me. Right. Because everything else, I mean, yes, it had his, it had flaws. But it's also a comic book movie. I didn't go into it taking it all that seriously. I was ready to just sit down and have fun. Right. And and he was he was so bad that it was it, it takes you out of the movie how bad he is sometimes. Yeah. I uh <laughs> it was it was very I know he wanted dramatic parts in this movie, but it was super dramatic where he was like, you know, I don't want these powers anymore. They're cursed powers. Take them away from me. I don't want to hurt anybody or kill someone. Even though he had spent the first half of the movie killing people, if they yeah. looked at him funny. I don't want to kill anybody anymore, so just take me away. So when they took him down into the ocean and put him away so that he wouldn't... And, and shazammed his powers away. I was like, why the dramatics now? Like, you've literally spent the first hour just murdering people left and right. Why Shazam your powers away now and then take it? It's because he wanted this big redemption scene. And I'm just like, I don't know much about Black Adam, but what I know about him, completely an asshole. Kind of like Namor. Completely an asshole. Just lean into that. Or why did you pick this character? Play somebody else. Pick someone else. Pick an actual hero. So it makes sense that you are making these sacrifices. Because we know Black Adam would not make this sacrifice. At the very end, when he sat on the throne, how does it feel? Not right. There is an iconic photo of him sitting in on that, that throne. throne. <laughs> right. In almost the same position with like with, with, his, yes. with his hand on his chin. Like like yeah. Yes. Nope. Why did we pick Black Adam for this? If you no were idea. just going to rewrite the entire story and make it so that it fits this heroic theme that you want to fill, pick a yeah. hero. 
Yep. Really weird to me. I, I um, got no answers for you. I know you don't. And it's okay. Because <laughs> I, I know, and I, I, I kind of want to know if he does, but then I'm just like, you know, it doesn't matter at this point. Cause, he don't want to oh, talk about it, I don't think. Does not. That's why I said, does not matter what he thinks. Um, So the villain in this one was, what was his name? Shabak? Man, you asked the wrong person. Because we thought the entire time that the villain was actually Black Adam, if you let um, Amanda Waller tell it, uh, he is uh, a being that woke up 5,000 years ago and he's only been awake for a little bit. But as soon as he wakes up and realizes what his powers are, he's going to be this unstoppable force. So that is why they came in at first to take that unstoppable force out. However, there was also a B plot to this movie was with that demonic crown. Yeah. Uh, and once Old Boy put it on, Ishmael put it on, he gained the powers of six demons. So, <laughs> very annoying. Again, this was a two and a half hour movie, and we spent two hours of The Rock being the villain. Or Black Adam being the villain, quote unquote. Yes. For the last 30 minutes to be focused on this literal devil cgi satan yeah cgi satan with the goatee and the handlebar handlebar goatee yeah but why not just when it gets to shit like this right this is the maddening part for me make up a villain don't use someone for the comics if you're going to literally throw someone away that fast in a fight make something up don't use an actual being that you can no longer use again because the rocket ripped him in two from his horns. Was he from the comic books? He's in the comic books? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a waste thing. And he's like one of Black Adam's like enemies in the comics. So, in what I could see, because I was looking at Black Adam not so much for Black Adam, but just for Shazam when the Shazam movies were coming out, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll rank at some point. Um, I was looking at well, because, you know, Black Adam, again, is a villain. So there's, it's not like Shabak is Black Adam's villain. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Right. So. I don't know. Yeah. He appeared originally in Captain Marvel Jr. number four. Whatever. Whatever that is. The fuck is that? Yeah. Captain Marvel Jr. number four. Okay. He was an enemy of Captain Marvel Jr. So not, not he Black debuted Adam. in 1943. That's All that right. to say, yeah. If you were going to murder him, if you were going, to, if he was going to get 20 minutes of airtime, and you were going to murder him in 15, use make make somebody up, because now he's gone. And I kind of not that I liked him, but you know, I liked him. I liked him before he turned into the demon thing. You liked Ishmael? Yeah, when he was just a dude and he was just out there getting after it, I, I mm-hmm. liked him. And then he got what he wanted, and I was like, oh, this is... They They didn't know what to do with it. I don't think I have anything else to say about I know you want to get to the mid-credit scene. I think there was an end-credit scene. I never watched it, so if there was is... Was there two? Sure. I thought I read that there was. I'm not sure. I hated the child in this movie. What child? <laughs> the boy that skateboarded around everywhere. Oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah, I, I saw him. Okay. <laughs> Man, you threw me for a loop. I was like, wait, there was a fucking kid in this? <laughs> he 
He was the narrator in the beginning. Yeah. I hated the voiceover that he did in the beginning. I was not a fan of his acting or his appearance. Um, I think this was just a Disney. Because I feel like there's a Disney. No, it's not even Disney. I can't even believe no, Disney. No, it's not even Disney. Fuck. They just I put a kid in it. Shit. It was awful. Yeah. Bad move. I did not like him. Especially at the end where his whole job was to, when they were fighting the zombies and his mom was like, you're not here for violence. And he goes off and he enlists the rest of the town to come. Like, I just, I was over him very fast. There were a few seconds there I forgot he was in the movie, so. When you said what kid, I figured that was the case. Okay, so, what's up? I know, I just, one more question. Uh, Dr. Fate. You, yes. he kind of alluded to the fact that somebody was going to die, um, and Hawkman just assumed it was him. When you get to the steps, you, he kind of says it's him, you know, for the first time I can look ahead and I see nothing and it's beautiful. I love it. So, you know, he's about to be the one that dies. When I was watching that scene, I was like, I wish he would have, I don't know, just knowing he was going to go in there and die in the fight, I felt kind of weird. I was actually waiting for him to die the entire fight. I kind of wish that whole It's Beautiful scene came later. Like, af- like he- after, like at- when he got punched or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been Yeah. Better. It, it kind of hit different knowing that, damn, he's about to walk in here and he's not going to come out alive. Like, it didn't, it didn't feel the same. It didn't hit the same. I don't know. No, I could see that. Okay. You know, I don't know. I I could go on and on about things I hated about this movie, but again, it's weird because I didn't hate this movie. I I liked it, but I have a lot of notes where I was like, what? Huh? Why? What? Hmm. So, mid-credit scene. Go. So, he is somewhere. And Amanda Waller is talking to him. He's in the... He's in the place he always was where like the the ruins were how how did the communication device get there where he's talking to her we could be here all day asking how did or why did well okay so somehow this communication device pops up amanda Mm -hmm. wall's face is there Mm -hmm. and she's basically just throwing empty threats at him about you know look i have he's like nobody on this earth can stop me she's like well i have people that aren't from this earth and it's all just a, a big circle jerk to get to the fact that superman's about to show up and Superman shows up in what is possibly the coolest fucking way possible he could have shown up, which mm-hmm. was fast as shit and dead fucking silent. There's some smoke there, obviously, because you can't really see him show up, which I appreciate it. And then you just hear Henry Cavill talking. I was like, oh, that's cool as hell. Um, and then The Rock r- fucking ruins it. Well, for, well, first they make Henry Cavill ruin it by saying his name. Like, oh, so, 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 Black Adam. And then... They cut scene to the rock and he just has this stupid ass smile on his face. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you smiling about? I can't tell if you two are about to fight. He's like, cause cause Superman's like, oh, we need to talk. And then Black Adam's just smiling, like, yeah, we need to talk. Like, what are you about to are you gonna fuck him? Like what like what is this what is this interaction? Cause I don't get it. And I think they were trying to build it to a second movie where maybe he fights Superman. They were and I would have paid double the ticket price to to never have to worry about seeing that movie. You would have paid double the ticket price to never see the two of them fight. Fight. 
I, I honestly, if I had gone into this knowing that there was an end credit scene, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, man, for five dollars, um, we'll just turn it off," and, and and it doesn't even have to be a thing, I would have I would have paid it. They would have got more money out of me that way. That's hilarious. <laughs> I guess the the. I watched this much, 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 much later, like as in this week for the first time. Um, Mm -hmm. So I knew Henry Cavill had came in. I, again, don't understand it because Black Adam is not a hero. Right. Um, But he's trying to be a hero and he's trying to insert himself into Superman's world. So even if he is a hero... I don't see him aligning with Superman. Does that make sense? Like that makes sense. In comics, villains have a clear. I mean, it muddies sometimes, but for the most part, Craven the Hunter is a Spider-Man villain, right? Um, Magneto is an X-Man villain. Sometimes they muddy. Some, for the most part, they stay pretty clear. So, trying to insert yourself to go straight to Superman was just a very bold, very Dwayne Johnson move. When you look at Black Adam, Google him or whatever, the the main thing that you'll see is that he's a Shazam villain, right? Zach Levi is right there. So it's like, I just, I don't understand why we're going to skip straight past Shazam, Black, you know, Zach Levi, and we're going to go straight to Henry Cavill. Like, it's that ego that's in him that's just like, you know, I can just go straight to the top. I, I'm going to bypass everybody. Money grab. going to do what I can do and just go straight to the big leagues. Not put my time in right. and just go straight there. You just take like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just going to take it. Open me up to a whole new question that I didn't really think about until... Until we touch, until we just talked about that end credit scene. So, mm-hmm. touching on what we touched on earlier with Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Superman was in the first Shazam movie. He shows up at the end at, when they're at lunch. She is putting Doctor Fate, Hawkman, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone on a mission to essentially go and shut down Black Adam because they don't know what's going to happen when he figures his powers out. How did they not do that with Shazam? I don't... Because at that point, you have a kid who has just inherited the... Like, who is at that point, I mean, almost stronger than Superman. And he's he's a teenager. And you're just going to let that rock? The literal devil came up. Like, now he's he's fighting Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. The devil came up. And no one... It was like nothing. Yeah. Um... I know we've talked about Waller for the first two projects and then, you know, you're bringing her up now. We see her because, like you said, she has tasked this Justice Society, not the Justice League, the Justice Society, to go out and stop this 5,000-year-old individual with godlike powers before he realizes how strong he is. Right. Amanda Waller has never been the type to play well with anybody. She's always just done her own thing. Why is she trusting the Justice Society? Not just that, but he was naming the people that he was taking with him to go get 
Black Adam. And then she was even like, the fuck are you bringing these people for? Yeah, like I said, it's... it's I don't... I, I, I don't know what they're doing with her. And I mean, I'm glad that Viola Davis is getting work. But somebody's got to flesh that character out and figure out I, what they want her to be. Yes, and I, and that was my reason for asking, you know, what you thought about her in the first two projects. Because I think in this project, it was just like a connection to... You all have been fans. I know you don't trust this project, but you, you know her. You know this face. So we're going to pull her in. We're going to pull in Superman to show you that this is a legit project. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because otherwise there was no reason for Amanda Waller to be there. Zero. Hawkeye could have been just going out on this mission by himself. Like, hey, he could have looked at us and said, hey, this being woke up. We he, we see he woke up. I have it on my readout or whatever. And I need to go get him. And I'd be like, oh, make makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we needed Amanda Waller to come in and bless this team of going. When she didn't even bless the team, she hated everybody on the team. Yeah. And didn't really tell him to go. They just kind of had a conversation about it, and he already had a team planned out. Right. Yeah, I don't so, know. So, yeah, I just, they tried to 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 bring us in based on this connection with her that we built. And I'm just like, it, and it, it, didn't, it didn't work here. It didn't make sense that she was no. in on this project. Yeah, not at all. Um, the mid-scene credit also did not... Uh, <laughs> Did not age well. No. So. They fired everybody. Except for Amanda Waller. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy because I actually liked Adam Smasher's character. I did. Yeah, he was cool. He was. Yeah. Um, And I liked Pierce Brosnan. Like I said, loved Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. He he did amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did I mention Easy on the Eyes? You did. I don't see it. I don't know why I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, so we're going to talk about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we have more to talk about with this? No. I'm going to go into ranking. Because okay. I, I feel like we've said everything we needed to say. We talked at, uh, at length about this project. Yeah. Um, And again, it's crazy because we're both like, we like it. And then we both continued to trash it. So No, I mean, okay. I liked it. I trashed the parts that The Rock was in. Um, He was you... in the majority of the movie. Right, and that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where would you rank it? I would say it was a D. A D as in David. A D. As in David, yes. I would have honestly, without the Rock, it's a solid B for me. But he's so fucking bad. He's, I didn't he think you'd rate it that low. He. I mean, I'm. I have to okay. I have to rate it that low because we're going to get to projects that I that I actually enjoy like that have what? issues that I can work with. Okay, at, other than the Batman, what I'm about else? to say at, at some point we're going to talk about the Batman, right? Yeah. What else? Uh, man, I don't know. Exactly. Um, I mean, are we talk, are we going to talk about are we going to do Justice League stuff like that? I mean, I I guess, but you're going to rate that right. higher than a D. Yeah. Okay. I really, I really think you're trying to downplay how bad The Rock was in this movie, and the fact no, that he no, was no, in no, so no, much no. of it. As I'm you not. just said, okay, The Rock was the fucking worst in this movie. But I, I don't see if if we're gonna start at the at the top, I don't see him dropping it all the way to a D. 
What, okay, what, what do you have it? I was going to say a C. That's one more than me. It absolutely is, but saying it a D, like I felt it. it. I felt it. Your own words were just, he was in so much of this. I was like, he's the worst part of this movie. And without he was in him, so much of the movie. Yeah. it's a B. But, but you then just I, said. But, but I also said he had moments where I was like, huh, I wish you would continue this, what you're doing. for the He wasn't bad through the entire movie. He was in a lot of it. And for the majority of it, I was like, God, why are you being you right now? What but, was a, what, what For us, what was a Marvel C? Do you remember that? A Marvel scene? A, a C. Like, what do we have tier-wise for Marvel in this in the C tier? Oh, God. I don't know. I wish it was um Miss Marvel, but I doubt well, it. Well, it's not, so... I know. I think, I mean, I, I can't, I can't imagine... We had What If and Doctor Strange, I think, in the C tier. Yeah. Probably something like that. God damn it! Okay, this this was. I about, need to find it. This was about as good as Doctor Strange was. So. I feel like, but I think we came and dropped Doctor Strange later. I'm about to say, did we go back and drop it to a D? I think so. Then, then, then yeah, I'm fine with putting it at a D because. But I'm putting it at a C. You liked this more than Doctor than Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Um, no, you I liked. So, Doctor Strange. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was thinking about Doctor Strange the other day because I was watching America Chavez for something, and I forgot she was even in that movie. Um, I I don't I don't know. I think I gave Doctor Strange a C too. I think I feel like I was outvoted and it became a D. Can't don't quote me on that. I'm gonna find it. But, um, okay, I'll tell you what, let's, you, you know, it's going to be a fun game for me. Let's go ahead and put it in the C tier. And then as we do more DC movies, you'll get to other movies that you want to put in the C tier. And I, I feel like we're going to end up moving Black Adam. down. To we D. probably will end up moving it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm fine. Let's, let's put it in C. Okay. Okay. I don't think it was that bad for it deserved a D. Okay. Well, I think it's crazy because you said if you took the rock out, this was a good movie for you. So yeah, let's but say as you, you did... said, he's in so much of it. So let's say you did take the rock out and put someone else in. Does it bump it up to a B and A? Looking at the plot, a, a, a B. A, a, if 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 you put somebody else in it and they did a serviceable job as Black Adam, they wouldn't even have to do amazing. But if they just did okay, I, I'd be. I'd be cool with putting this at a B. Okay. Just wondering. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so to wrap things up, we've got Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, excuse me, at an A, Peacemaker at an S, Black yeah. Item at a C. Yep, at a C. So the wrestler, ex wrestler turned actor battle. Clearly, John Cena is the winner. Johnson, yeah. And, and, and for everybody who says that Dave Batista is somehow the best actor out of the three of them, um fuck you. You're 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 not right. And I don't know where you're getting that from. Because yeah. Drax like Drax is 
not he's not acting. He's just saying words in a monotone way. And wait, like like there's no there's no range there. There's no real need to act there. And for everybody, like, oh, Dave Bautista is amazing. You see what he does in his other movies. I and I and I don't mean to keep bringing up Stuber, but God damn it, did you see Stuber? He 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 plays he plays a he plays a cop. S T U B E R. Yeah, he plays a cop, and um, old boy from Eternals. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he plays an Uber driver, and he he gets hung up. Dave Bautista mm. has had chances to show me that he can really act, and he never he, he's never done it. Forty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Stuber. A quick-tempered cop who's recovering from eye surgery recruits a mild-mannered Uber driver to help him catch the heroin dealer who murdered his partner. Yeah. They soon find themselves in for a wild day of stakeouts and shootouts as they pursue violent criminals throughout the seedy streets of Los Angeles. No, I'm rooting for the heroin dealer. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, fuck that movie, man. That's funny. So, uh, so in, as far as acting goes, we got John Cena over The Rock. What about wrestling? Do you have John Cena over The Rock or The Rock over no, John Cena? No, not at all. Not at all. Come on. The Rock hands down? Come on, yeah. Come the on. The people's eyebrow? That's the, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's, that's the people's champion, man. That's the people's champion. All right, I was just Rocky making sure. Rocky Maivia? Yeah, that's, yeah, no. I didn't know if the You Can't See Me beat over the people's, the people's eyebrow. No, um... <laughs> this is not the podcast to talk about how I feel about John Cena as a wrestler, but oh, no, okay. no. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, hey, <laughs> since just, just so you know, uh, he he made a rap video. If anybody wants to check that out, so John Cena did. Yes, he did. Okay. In 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 character as a wrestler, and it goes about as well. Um. I will not be checking it out. As you would think. Yeah. Don't watch it because it will change your opinion of him slightly, I think. <laughs> I will leave it alone. All right. Well, that ended our first DC tiering. So, as far as the usual of where you can find us, social media is at The Spirited Nerds. Um, I, re- I mean, I really, that that's just about it for a sign off. I don't, I don't, the sign off people that usually do the great job at this, Mariah and Shauna, are not here tonight. Yep. David, I don't know if you want to give the sign off a shot. Yeah, man. So you can find us on uh, on Instagram. We're there. Uh, we got a Twitch yeah. account now. Um, we have a Twitter. Uh-huh. Somebody told me we have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. TikTok. So you can, if, if you want to listen to the podcast, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on the Amazon yeah. one. Uh, yeah. We might be on Pandora if they do podcasts. I don't know if they do or not. I have no clue. <laughs> TikTok, but, um, Shana just, or not Sean, excuse me, Mariah just wrapped up San Diego Comic-Con 2023 for yeah, us. Yeah, we do TikToks, uh, we do Instagram shorts, or, or uh, something. We YouTube, do shorts somewhere. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube shorts. shorts, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. We're, we, we're out here. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Keep uh, an ear out for the rest of our DC rankings. We're going to figure out what other movies, what other themes to come up with next time. Um, so that way we can let you know our thoughts on these on these on these movies as we go through these uh writers and actor strikes we're gonna dip back into the archives and see what else we can come up with that uh 
drop before our podcast time so that we can bring you ratings for them. So yeah. thank you again for listening. We appreciate you. And until we next do. time.